Welcome to the first edition of the Under 8 Podcast, a daily college basketball show brought to you every weekday in under eight minutes. Time of recording, it is late Tuesday, November 7th at 12.48 a.m. My name is Josh Mullinex. On today's pod, a top five team goes down at home, a defending national champion falls, and Isaiah Collier shines in his first game for USC. It's all right now on the Under 8 Podcast. under eight podcasts like i said my name is josh monix joining me hopefully soon but not tonight will be josh doring three big stories for you on the opening night of the college basketball season number one in east lansing college basketball is the absolute best opening night of the season and the story of the sport tonight is james madison 79-76 in overtime over number four, Michigan State. The only reason they got to overtime was because of Mr. Tyson Walker. Tyson Walker, 35 bomb, 35 points, 12-26 shooting, 11 of 17 from the free throw line. But that was about it. He didn't get a ton from anyone else. Cohen Carr had 14 points and six rebounds off the bench, but... Starters not named Tyson Walker, 9 of 36 from the field, a 1 of 20 three-point line performance. 1 of 20. Uh, You got basically nothing from anybody else in the starting lineup. Xavier Booker just five minutes on and two points in his opening game. Jeremy Fierce Jr. of 1, 12 points. It It was not good. It was not good for Spartans. In East Lansing on opening night, on the other side of things, for the Dukes, you had TJ Bickerstaff, 21 points, 14 rebounds, easily the best front court guy in the game, easily. Impressive performance by him. Terrence Edwards Jr. had 24 points, five rebounds, and three assists on his end of things. So really, really concerning, if if you're Michigan State, very concerning, and one of those one of those games where it's like, did they get better over the off season? And if they didn't, then maybe the, the top five preseason ranking was a little bit overzealous. And if the, the freshmen as a whole aren't great either, then some of that depth, maybe not as much there as we thought it was going to be James Madison, 79, 76 in East Lansing in overtime on the women's side of things number one lsu loses to number 20 colorado 92 to 78 here check this out the number one team in the country has only lost once in the last two seasons combined south carolina dominating the sport the last two years don staley's gamecocks undefeated two years ago and then lost in the final four last year. The last time a number one preseason team in the women's game didn't make it to the first in-season AP poll as number one team all the way back in 1998 when Tennessee lost to Purdue in the opening week of the season as the number one team in the sport preseason. Arnett Vonley, 25 points on 11 of 15 shooting. Frida Foreman, 27 points on nine of 15 shooting and seven of those field goals coming from the three point line. So impressive, impressive stuff from the LSU 
Tigers. Interesting, interesting stuff for, for the women's sport. And we talk about this plenty about the, the unpredictable nature of the men's sport, especially in the NCAA tournament. Um, and it started to build that way in the women's game as well. And to see a game like that, one as lopsided as it was for Colorado against number one LSU was, was something I was not expecting to see uh, er, this early in the season on opening night, a, a, an impressive performance from from the bus, some good basketball being played from Colorado, both on the men's and women's side. This season, it looks like that's going to be the case. Last but not least, Kansas State, USC, Isaiah Collier. He's the best freshman, freshman I saw tonight. It wasn't particularly close. Uh, if you ask me, he had 15 points, four assists, and was six of eight from the field at halftime. His final stat line, he fouled out with like four and a half minutes left in the game. 18 points on seven of nine shooting with six assists. Did have six turnovers and five fouls. So predictable for a freshman with that much talent. Maybe, you know, pull it back just a little bit. Not too much, but just a little bit. USC 82-69 final score there. Listen, Tyler Perry, 22 points, 5 of 17 shooting. On one hand, Perry kept them in this game way longer than it looked like they were going to be in it. It was in question. They got within eight at one point down the stretch and, and USC able to pull away a little bit in the final couple minutes. But especially without Tomlin and his indefinite suspension, Perry's going to need to be better. That's just kind of the way that it is. He and Cam Carter were nine of, what's that, nine of 33 from the field in this one. Arthur Kluman, his first game at Kansas State, one of 10 from the field, 0 of 5 from the three-point line. The thing that's interesting here is, you know, the 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 one-to-one trade, not trade, the one-to-one replacement of Marquise Noel is obviously Tyler Perry. Like, in theory, that's the replacement. The thing that's interesting for me here is who is the Keontae Johnson, right? Who is the – very rarely did K-State have two guys play really poorly. Uh, that didn't happen all that often last year, and as a result, they had a really – awesome season if one wasn't playing spectacularly the other one was in a lot of cases and if tyler perry doesn't isn't super efficient every time out who is the guy that's kind of backing him up there that's the biggest question for me there for k-state usc looks looks really nice really really nice uh boogie ellis 24 points, 7 of 14 shooting. He had eight rebounds and five assists as well. That backcourt, so Collier, Kobe Johnson, and Boogie Ellis, they combined for 58 on 20 of 36 shooting. Is that any good? That's that's pretty good. You're not going to lose very many college basketball games when your backcourt is doing that. That USC team looks like it could be something special this season, especially, and we heard a little bit about it tonight, but if Bronny James is a little, it has a good checkup, I think at the end of this month, then it's, it's all systems go trying to get him back on the floor for USC in 2023-24. And if that does happen, I mean, we're talking about USC being a team that will be a factor in the Pac-12 and a, a team that will, w- could have final four, uh, aspirations as we get late into the season. But USC 
82-69 over Kansas State. That's all we got for you today. That's all we got for you. That's the three biggest stories in college hoops on November 6th, early on November 7th at this point. Michigan State falls. Number one LSU goes down to number 20 Colorado, and USC looks really solid in a 13-point victory over Kansas State. That's the Under 8 podcast for Monday, November 6th, recorded early in the morning, 12.56 a.m. on Tuesday the 7th. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your shows and follow the Under 8 pod on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. Thank you so much for being here tonight, and we will see you tomorrow.